From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Hey, everybody. Good morning. It is The Big and Wild Outdoors. Uh, Braden Glenn! Is yeah, there. good morning. And another guy. The turkey master. Bill, what's his face? He's been gone so long I forgot his last name. Yeah. Yeah. I've been I've been on the run. So. <clears throat> Bill George <laughs> from GMB Gator Supply. He's here. Well, uh, now he's back in the swing of things with gator season well underway. That's going to be a good good subject this morning. It is after we'll, the uh, first break. We'll uh, we'll get to talking about it in a little while. It is. It was nice to see social media. How many people actually uh, were fortunate enough to get tags, and then there were all those who were like five years in a row. Man, this ain't right, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so uh, it's uh, Gator tagging, getting ready for whatever season that it's well, going to be happening, man. Yeah. And with all this rain going on. Um, well, there wasn't gators yesterday. There's plenty of gators there today. I Ooh. guarantee it. They're, yeah, the water's high. They're moving, man. They're moving around, getting uh, getting their new spots all set up. When when I left for this last turkey jaunt, it, there wasn't any water here. I, I there was ditches that I had mowed that now are small lakes. You know, it's it's just crazy. You didn't know he bought lakefront property when he <laughs> built his house. It is now. Well, there was like a little cattle pond area in my neighbor's yard and that. It was all dry. I There's a little bit that comes on to an easement. I had mowed down in it, got it all prettied up. And next thing you know, there's there's probably four foot of water in that there thing. You go. What makes it really nice is the opportunities for some frog gigging. You'll have tadpoles in there in about two weeks. Oh, my gosh. The ducks are everywhere. Okay. Yeah, but it ain't duck season. Yeah, well, I thought you can still get those Egyptian ducks or something. Non-natives, man. You get some geese landing in there, kaboom. Yeah. <laughs> do, do what you got to do, man. <laughs> Egyptians, yeah, boom. We had a bunch of them uh, next to G5. Uh, they were the uh, – oh, I had, to, I had to get a hold of Hunter Sullivan. I took a picture of them. I'd never seen those ducks before in my life. They were black wing. Black wings? Yeah. He, he, like man, a whistling so, duck? Yeah, whistlers. And uh, as soon as I took a picture, he's like, black wing whistlers. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's uh, why I don't duck hunt. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, when I first saw them, you know, they have these really long, you know, elegant necks. And they got kind of a small body. They have long legs. So they look kind of like an Egyptian. And I was like, what are those things, man? And I went, oh, I know somebody who knows. <laughs> took a picture. Yo, Hunter, what are these? It yeah. wasn't, I didn't send it. It was 10 seconds. Black wing whistlers. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, my fa- my favorite duck hunting story is when we had a couple ducks in the boat and we got checked and we held them up and said to the law enforcement officer, "Do you know how many of these we're allowed to have?" And he looked at me and <laughs> That's not said, a good question. "No." <laughs> I said, "Thank you." <laughs> were they Muscovies? What was? No, no, no. They Coops? just were regular old ducks out there on Tampa Bay. But I figured if he didn't know, it was all right for us. <laughs> I don't know. That's a hard conversation to start with. Is this fish big enough? It's already in the cooler, so what the heck? Oh, we were we were plenty legal with what we had. But. Okay. All right, if you say so. He's but, just telling you that to check you out so that uh, after a couple more rounds, it's like, okay, you've exceeded your limit. He, could, he couldn't get to us. They were in a great big boat coming to us on the top of Tampa Bay Tidal Flats, and 
after about an hour of churning sand, I finally waved at them and said, whoa, and they turned it off, and I said, you want me to come to you? And they're like, yes, please. <laughs> if I wanted to outrun them, all I had to do is get out and walk. Yeah, really. Leave yeah. the boat and run. That's uh, exactly the same thing that happened to us. I one night gigging mullet out on the flats over here behind uh, Alify River, and I kept hearing this. And uh, over the airboat, <laughs> you know, we're just idling around, and my uncle says, what is that? I said, I don't know. And about the time a blue light comes on about 75 yards out, and uh, he was stuck on a sandbar. <laughs> and uh, so we went over there, and I pushed him off of it. And he says, are y'all having any luck? I said, yeah, you want to see? He said, no, I just need to get back out there. <laughs> I've done that, too. Riviera Bay. I remember the uh, Marine Patrol had that jet boat. They were high and dry on an oyster bar. And all we had was a little Cuban spotlight. And we had no running lights. And the <laughs> FWC guy waves us down. And he goes, I'm not going to write you guys a ticket if you do one thing for me. And we're like, what's that? He goes, show us how to get the blank out of here. <laughs> and I went, follow us. I mean, we know those shells like the back of our hands. We're like, Arr. and they were right behind us. We had to do the same thing. Got out, pushed them, got them off the oyster bar, and uh, finally got them out there, rescued them boys out of there. Yeah, did well, your good deed. We did our good deeds. But the uh, rains today should be holding off. So if you got outdoor plans today, it would be a good day to do it. If you're going to mow the lawn, I would say get her out there about uh, – now before it gets too hot <laughs> and um, get ready for this afternoon i think you guys inland are going to start getting more rain the wind's going to be shifting out of the north uh east i think so it's going to be pushing everything inland again so it's that time of year well we could use a little northeast wind to help dry things up a little bit boy if it is it bringing any temperature drops because it's been uh, nice it, it was nice with the overcast and rain it was in the you know, upper 70s oh, throughout nice. the days. And then, of course, yesterday with the cloud coverage being very minimal, I was like, whoo. It's getting a little muggy. Yeah. Well, where's they, the, where's they, that cloud cover? Well, it's drier air that's supposed to be pushing the stuff in there. So uh, I'm sure it'll at least be hot, but it won't be so humid, hopefully. Well, it'll I figured it was going to be a great weekend uh, and uh, to go out and do something. Of course, last week was a total wash, but uh, I still managed to fish in the in the weather conditions. And just pick the uh, the furthest end of the lakes of the opposite direction or with the direction of the wind. If you went to that side of the lake, it was rough. Everybody White has. Captain. Everybody's been catching fish, man. It's well, we still caught like fish. It's going good. We still caught fish. It was just a uh, it was just a rough way of catching fish. Yeah. Well, I know everybody out there. Uh, social media tarping are in. Kingfish are still running. So everybody's out. Everybody's out fishing, man. I, every morning when I go across the bridge, I see. Six or seven boats lined up on the uh, south end of the Gandy, man, getting ready to try to get those tarpon. They're already that high up, so they're they're everywhere. If they're that far up already, then they're going to be there for a while. Yeah, I seen uh, Brooksy and them were catching some tarpon, so I'm not sure where they were at. But uh, it's uh, I was thinking about that coming across the bridge this morning. How nice it looked out there, and uh, here we are in the studio. I saw some boys on the way home <laughs> last night. <laughs> they were out there fishing in the dark, man, going out there catching them at night. Uh, but I wanted to give you a little perspective on the dualities. Here we are living in the subtropical region of Florida, and we've been experiencing some really nice rain. And I hope that we get a nice soaking, get the lakes back up, especially just in time for the Panfish Challenge coming up on the 16th. But um, I talked to uh, Bill Glisson yesterday. He's driving back from New Mexico. He's out there at the uh, Timbers of Chama. 
doing some work, you know, off, you know, off-season stuff. Yeah, and they're bringing back some four-wheelers and things to get repaired and get things back in order. But I spoke to him yesterday, and he said, it's been raining down there? I said, oh, yeah, it's been raining pretty good. It rained today really, you know, yesterday really, really bad. He's like, well, we're at level three out here in New Mexico right now. And I'm like, what is what is a level three in New Mexico? You know, we hear level three in Florida. We're like, man, we better leave. We better evacuate. <laughs> Hurricane, level three, it's coming this way. We got to go. And he says, uh, it's the uh, fire level. He said, it is so bad that the, uh, the day before you weren't allowed to uh, grill or do anything out in public spaces or anything like that you know, on public parks or national parks or federal lands. And yesterday they went up to level three, which means that it is so restrictive. Their drought is so bad that you can't even smoke a cigarette outside. It's against the law. If you are outdoors smoking a cigarette, you have to be either in a vehicle or in a, in a structure to smoke a cigarette. And you can't run a car because the uh, combustion. Can't run a car. You can't go. You can't drive any. So you have to walk everywhere. Can't drive any motorized vehicle on public land, federal lands. You can't grill outside. There's no grills. Well, we had that not too long ago down South Florida, where where they shut down some of the wild areas due to the fact of the fire danger. He said that there was one that's burning out there. Of course, I haven't seen it on the news. I guess nobody else has either. That's because Roseanne said something. <laughs> 25 square miles of of uh of new mexico's burning i think it's like where the four corners of the state 25 meet. square miles yeah that's like teeny yeah well you know it's, it's but the problem is is that it's spreading so they're like nope not gonna let it happen it's uh you can't even smoke outside and i said well out here man i don't think a cigarette would even make it from uh your front porch to the car <laughs> it was raining so hard it's not even gonna make it no. But I thought it was pretty interesting. But he wanted to call and remind me that uh, Father's Day is coming up right around the corner. And out at G5, of course, they're going to have all kinds of great specials going on out there. They're going to have deals on uh, the fire discs out there. They're going to be 10% off on that. $5 off uh, Big Green Egg, 20-pound 20, 20 bags of charcoal out there. Liberty Kayaks are both on sale. The uh, the Bravery at three ninety nine and the Freedom at six ninety nine. Of course, uh, they got Barracuda, Costa Del Mar, Lowe's combos, tsunamis. Uh, they actually have the uh, rod combo starting off at twenty eight dollars and ninety five cents. Glenn, that'll work. Yeah, and um, fifty bucks off of Shimano uh, baitcaster combos out there. They all got all kind of stuff. But we'll remind you through the show. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're going to take a fast break. We are brought to you by G Five Feeding Outdoors, and of course, our great friends out there, at Brandon Ford. We'll be back. If you're Bill George, you can do it any way you want. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Young, Glenn Kidman, and Bill George. And, uh, of course, he's started the snapper fight. I'm, it's I'm pretty just early. Trying to, I'm just trying to educate you. Well, yeah, you know, call Dylan Hubbard, man. Call him up. Give me your two cents worth. See what he says. He'll hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> he probably will now. But... Uh, I, Snapper season's right around the corner. As a matter of fact, uh, Mr. Dave Winters from Black Dagger Military Hunt Club is going to be calling in a little bit later on to talk about their first ever um, snapper tournament that they're going to be doing to raise money for uh, taking out veterans and doing all the great things that they do together. So he'll be calling a little bit later on in the show. And uh, then we also got a rep calling in about 
this new invention that everybody seems either they love it or they hate it. And it just depends. The, the depends on whether hands. you thought about it first. <laughs> and apparently yeah, really. you thought about it but didn't act on it. Yeah, uh, not me. No, I know but, you didn't. I'm talking about the guy that referenced back to his to the uh Oh, the one that gave a little snarky comment on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. From Dry Hands uh, Minnow Bucket, he's gonna be calling in a little bit later on too about his uh newest invention that's just hit the market. I was uh, doing a little search on it yesterday and I noticed on Amazon <clears throat> He'd sold 63 of them that day alone. So, obviously, somebody likes it. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's a great idea. Especially so. in, uh, when you're when you're doing that kind of fishing and the weather <laughs> might be in the 30s, 40s, and sticking your hand down there in the water <laughs> with the dip net or whatever to get that minnow. Why not? It's a good idea. And so, How many be- minutes have I dropped in the bottom of the boat and watched <laughs> them swim, try to catch them? Or over the side <laughs> or, you know, try to get them out of a net. You know, they're five or six of them jump out while you're trying to get the big one at the bottom. But anyway, he'll uh, be calling in a little bit later on, too, as well. But we were talking about the uh, Red Snapper because it it's that time of year. And uh, we'll be getting, uh, I think it officially starts, what day is it that starts? June, June 1st, was it? Was it June 1st that it started? I don't know. Yeah, scallop season should be here. Well, scallop season's going to be right around the corner, too. So, I mean, uh, it's that time of year, dude. But I mean, everything's going to be happening very rapidly. We have that lull for about a month, and then all of a sudden everything starts firing back up again. Yeah, it's going to be the uh, this June, May and June, really for your uh, opportunity hunts and everything else with the FWC to get all uh, get your applications in. It's kind of like now's the time. Of course, I know Bill put his applications in for the alligator hunt this year, and he's kind of a little bit. I don't know. I can't. I, I, I can't I, fairly I, fill him out just yet. Is he really upset? Or is he just kind of like, well, now I can catch up on some homework? Well, I'm I'm not real upset that I didn't get a permit. I'm upset with the process. They they turned around this time. They went from 20 choices down to 12. And the reason why I was told that they did that from FWC was there were so many people who were upset that when they failed to get a permit in the first go-round that there was nothing left in the second draw for them to do. So their goal was to believe it or not, make more people fail so that there'd be some permits left for the people who got none to try again and get none. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it's going to the end result. And, and, is. and I looked at the data and I'm like, there's, there's way too many people applying for that. And we're going to end up with just the same thing. And boom, there you go. None, no permits, no D's. There's a couple. There's uh, in our region. There's some Osceola County permits that are out there that are doable. Uh, and then there's there's like a Kenyonsville Lake or something. And those those particular permits are are probably worth applying for somebody like me. I can go out there and do those permits. But for the most part, they're they're obscure counties where it's hard to get to for most people, and you better know. Where you're going to go before you apply for the permit? Well, if you get to second phase and there's enough out there to entice uh, additional, I'm going to put in additional application under someone else's name now. That's I'm going to I'm going to put Ginger in. She just doesn't know that. There you go. <laughs> I would not put Ginger in for Osceola County, but <laughs> you, you have not always chosen the wisest path. But <laughs> <laughs> now Courtney, on the other hand, yeah, she'll I, be able to I, reapply. She she can reapply and, and go. The second reason why they lowered the number of applications on this permit 
was the number of choices was because there was too many people who would fill things out and really not want the permits once they got them. They would choose. Well, they places already paid that, for it, so that's okay. That's their choice. Yeah, but the, but because they had complaints from people who applied for something and got something, they didn't want. Well, so instead of trying to educate the people, they turned around and they said, "Well, we'll make it harder for them to apply for things they don't want." So we're going to limit the choices to twelve. And for somebody like me, I have a lot of places that I'm willing to hunt. So I could have loaded up my application with a few more things, but no. I think because it's about twelve. Twelve from twenty. I, I, I'd rather have the twelve. You rather have a twelve? Yeah, because it's up from five. It's still an improvement. And twenty is like it wasn't down when to you, five. If you just really wanted to fill it out, it was never at five. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. The no. original thing was you Back had five. In the day, yeah, five selections. You had five. No, yes. that's for that's for regular quotas. No, Bill, not for Gator. No, you had five Gators. choices. You had five lakes that you got to pick. All right, or five areas you wanted to go, and then it went to twenty. Because <clears throat> we used to sit on the phone, we'd be back and forth going, "What are you writing down? What are you picking in? What and are you doing?" We're to like twelve this year, and yeah. I was like, "Well, at least I only have twelve selections." But then this year, I did something totally different. You put just one thing. I I <laughs> I, 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 I limited the uh, the on my choices that had the least amount of tags. So I went with the ones that had the highest ratio of tags that's in within the area, and of course. I picked Polk County as my number 12th choice, and that's the one I ended up with. Yay! So the first 11, Congratulations. even though I had it had high numbers of quotas, still I got zero of those and ended up with Polk County. Yeah. So and every- I, I, put, I put a couple that had low numbers like Lake Parker because that is a, a lake that truly has the opportunity to take a world-class alligator out of. Okay? And... Uh, I have I've had some conversations with FWC. Only two people are allowed to get that lake. You are not managing the alligator population at limiting it to two. No, and we all know which one's that, Parker. Parker, yeah, Lake Parker. We all know what's on in the fringes of that. And when you add Crago in with Lake Parker, and there's ten footers sitting at a dock that just won't leave, you know. <laughs> well, that's why they have the trapper. That's that's the yeah, trapper's they paradise. Get, they get those, and and Lake Walking Water too. They they turn around and only allow two people access to it. And that's really? it. Should just be those. If you're only going to have two, it should be part of the general countywide permit throw those back into the countywide permit and let anybody go hunt those areas you are not managing it at two no it, that's true well bill that it almost sounds idea. like uh you can't please everybody you're that guy today i'm that guy that's right <laughs> well, i was that guy last but year. i look at it like this <laughs> i'm gonna before. have I, you know it's, it's nice to hear bill george to get bitter like you were yeah. for the past yeah. three years no <laughs> i'm not bitter. I, I look at it like this i'm gonna have plenty of time to focus on fwc's egg collections and all that and i, I was finding out some stuff just recently that just makes me shake my head well, so you're maybe, not gonna do any gator hunting at all this oh, year I will. Or are you gonna wait till george, the very end george george got a permit for lake hancock and i think we're going to undergo a process of seeing how many we can catch and let go in a given year <laughs> since now you can do that you well i can 50 do, alligators with two tags huh you can put your hands on 50 alligators with two tags yeah so yeah why not you're gonna put the gnb tag in it I, that's what i'm thinking about <laughs> putting a, a web tag in them 
with a GMB Gator gear, little tag on there with a the number. I've been and, caught by GMB Gator gear. <laughs> and then you can turn around and say, if anybody catches number 49, there's oh, a $100 true. gift certificate in there for GMB Gator gear. Oh, Peter's going to love that. <laughs> now, how, how's, the, how's the FWC going to accept that? It's, I mean, they do it to alligators all day long. Even as small as a hatchling alligator gets a, a web tag in their toe. Yeah, but are you going to be able to do that legally? It's non-injurious. Are you going to be able to do that legally? I will find out. He will find go. that gray area. I, and no, it's not gray. It's just whether or not it's... It's obviously, if well, they're doing can, it, and they're doing it, and I, I'll give them all the statistics That's on the alligator. Say, if you're doing it for here's the length, here's the girth, here's the gender, here's the number. You get somebody who catches again, here's what he was on this particular day. Well, then you're uh, acting as a uh, freelance biologist. Yeah. Oh, oh freelance biologist. That's, yeah. that's, that's the latest thing that I've... I have an issue with. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to put you in a bad category. <laughs> I, I did not know. That. No, I, I, thank I, you, Braden. Sorry, I, I found out just the other day. Oh, are Here you sure? Go. Is this speculation? Is this a hearsay or is this facts? Because we we want to talk about facts, not speculation. We're, we're, we got we got some pretty good facts, and I'll get the actual documents to go with it. Well, we're fixing to take a break. Okay. Yeah, that's All fine. right. All right. Thank, thank goodness. <laughs> I got I got I'm going to be the legal guy now. I'm going to have to screen Bill's info. <laughs> You're beating him up pretty good today, prosecutor. All right. We're uh, the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. It's going to be a beautiful Saturday. Get out there and enjoy it. We'll be here in the studio. You are not getting it, Bill. Welcome back, Big and Wild Outdoors. That's what it feels like in the studio right now. Take that iPad away from him. <laughs> he is wound up. <laughs> you know, I, I can understand he's got a passion for it. It's his business. He understands that stuff. And uh, If the facts are, if everything turns out to be a factual account, uh, Bill, uh, then, then yes, I agree that somebody needs to address it and, and ask those questions. Because what may be uh, okay for this is not okay for myself if I wanted to do something. And we'll have to share more information. As you pointed out, you'll bring that up at the county com- uh, the commission meeting in June what? Well, that's what I was trying to get to here. It's down in see. Sarasota. Yeah, it's it's mid-June down in Sarasota. Um, so so we'll I see. guess uh, Mr. Dutton and Steve Stiegler, they won't, they won't be coming now because they're it's listening either, It's either the Wednesday, Thursday, the week before, <laughs> or week after the Panfish Challenge. Here's yeah. what it is. Is that Bill George showing up on the docket down there? We're not coming. We're taking a week of vacation. I got that stomach flu thing that's going around. I'm not coming. Uh, what we were talking about, Bill George apparently has a little <clears throat> has a little information that's got him a little upset about an individual who apparently is... Well, it uh, may not just be the individual. It may be statewide. Well, that's true. And uh, it may be uh, somebody who's out there... Uh, Getting to uh, do surveys and kind of stuff and pad his own uh, wallet in the in the end, kind of sort of where you got to go out do an alligator assessment and then they go by how many eggs can be taken out of a certain area according to his assessment, and then he also is a recipient of those eggs. Yes. So it's as Glenn pointed out, it's a conflict of interest. You know, Glenn could walk out there and look at his lake and go, "There are fifty thousand alligators out here, and here's my certification for it, and I need permits for my lake so that I can go out and kill five. So I can manage it. So yeah. I can manage it. So well, uh, it's kind of my like last a- survey was when the water was low, and that was really a good Ooh. account <laughs> of how many alligators there because they're all looking for the same water hole. Yeah, and twenty eight alligators on that little thirty eight acre 
Lake was a. I think that was a pretty good ratio. Is that pretty good or is that not good? Uh, that's pretty good when they're about six foot and bigger. <laughs> yeah, that's just the big ones. Yeah, yeah, the little, the little ones, ones ain't are hiding. They're, they're they're hiding to keep them getting eight. That's right. They're back there in the bushes. So, so. Uh, do you want to delve into this further, or no, is your eye been? I'll turn uh, around. I'll. I'll I, I just got this just. on Friday, so it, it is a little disturbing. I have gone Friday to, as in yesterday, yesterday, oh, okay. and so I, I have gone so far as to look to actually see that this person is is now listed as a a, a what we call OPS position with the state of Florida for what the does hunting. OPS mean? For it, the basically, labor. it's somebody who's getting paid by the hour with no benefits. No, no health or anything benefits, but, but they still get the use of a state vehicle. Oh yeah, state, the state they they're getting paid like fifteen dollars an hour getting a state vehicle, state boat. Man, I need that job. Don't worry, yeah, Bill. Really. Leave that alone. Yeah. Leave all that hid. I, I just want to try that myself. Why don't you see if you can get us some? I just want to see how you get on this gravy train. Yeah, really. You know, well, hey, I, I'll drive around the boat all day and go one, two, three. I, I, I think I, I think I know four. what happened here. My lake, which I enjoy a lot, went from having 114 tags to 32, and maybe they're just trying to put the screws to me because I'm aggravating to them. So they say, ah, I counted that lake, and we have a serious population deficit. That Bill George has been on that lake, and I can understand why. <laughs> I can. I can tell you I have contributed to the decline all, of the alligator population. It's all about you, Bill. It's all about you. See what you do. Well, alligator season, and congratulations to all those who did get tags, including Glenn. First time. In how many years? Four? All I can say Four is years? I went from unsuccessful to successful, and uh, it has messed up my uh, running order of – it was almost to the point where I, I was hoping that I wasn't going to even get one so I can just keep that streak looking good. That's not have good. have a blemish to my application process. Maybe that's a good thing. See, the Lord usually takes over when you stop just trying to do it yourself. I just said I wasn't going to put it in. I wasn't even filling out the application. But <laughs> well, I, then you're not going to get nothing. That's right. But so, to, <laughs> you know, a couple of days before the end of it, I knew I was going out of town. So uh, I figured I, if I'm going to do it, I had to do it that Friday. So I did. Well, and you, and you got one. So congratulations. Yes, I did. I'm and it's Paul County. Did. But guess where I'm going to use that tag, or I'm going to attempt to. Is it a county tag? Or yes, is it a lake it's tag? a Paul County tag. Dude, lake that's Tiger. A good one. No, I'm going to ask Bill if he'll oh, take me over to do his honey hole. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably do that. What's wrong? There's some big boys on Lake Tiger, too. There is, but yeah. there's a big guys over there at uh, Bill's place, and it's a lot closer. Oh, really? <laughs> and and you have no other person bothering you? You just go in, and usually in about 30 minutes, you're done. It's over. That's a nice, that's a nice way to do it. And literally... It's a honey hole, and on the corner of the road, there's a honey stand. Yeah, you can buy oh, wow. some bee honey there and go on out there and get you some gator honey. It's almost but, like turkey hunting with Bill George. You get out of the truck, you yeah, uh, put your pants on, on you. and you go out and shoot it, and you get back in the truck, and uh, there you go. Boom. But, but I did. Uh, I, I, but this year, I was able to get a, uh, a tag, and I am thankful for that. And uh, regardless of where it was at, uh, it was one of my selections. So I'm not bitter about it. There you go. I just have it. And uh, of course, uh, at least one of those two tags belongs to Courtney. So I'm That's hoping good. in second phase that there'll be an opportunity and uh, she'll uh, have that. Who that are luck. you kidding? She has them both. You think? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really he the talks truth. a good game, but she has them both. Nah, he, he'd be honest about that. He'd be in here all dejected and miserable again this year if he didn't really actually not, get a tag. No, no, no. I'm saying she's going to use she, both he's tags. Saying oh, that, yeah. yeah, and you know what though? Um, she has let me know many times that her favorite 
hunting experiences are uh, the gator hunts. And uh, so uh, I'll, I'll probably give her both of them. And she'll be there, so it don't matter. Yeah, Whatever happens, happens. It's I not know like I'll be the catcher. Yeah. I at least get to cast a rod. At least you're not going to you know, get out empty-handed because that meat will be shared, so it's all good. It's all good. I would do that. I'd let my kids do it. You know, do the hard work. Sure, why not? It's all yours. (laughs) Drag it it out. (laughs) It'll be a great time. So, uh, but I am thankful for the ones I got, and I hope those that didn't, uh, if there's anything left in phase two, that those that really want to go or really have a a a place that they'd like to try. I wish them the best. Did you hear from your boys from Illinois? Did did they get anything? I sent a message to uh, Brian last night to see if anybody up there in uh, Illinois, the Illinois gang. Any of them applied or even put in? I know some of the guys are getting married. Um, things are changing in their lives, so uh, <laughs> the maybe <anchor> got thrown out. <laughs> maybe they, maybe they are. Maybe they, uh, maybe they didn't apply. But uh, either way, I haven't received anything back. Uh, but we'll see. interesting. To see but I did. Them. I did. I really thought for sure that I would get one of the uh, Blue Cypress management uh, permits that are out there. Uh, where Bill and I got to go with uh, the guys from Illinois last year, we took them out, and man, what a great, what a great place to gator hunt on. And uh, so I put that down this year, and I really thought that would be my my winning side of it. But that's what you wanted to be your winning side. You know, I, I kind of I did, but I didn't because it's still a pretty good little drive. But uh, I did have that as my selection, and anticipated that would be the one I ended up with, and that's why I put Polk County as number twelve. And uh, I didn't even put the first week. I was like, you know what? Everybody wants first week of everything. So sure. I went second and third and last, and I got to last on number 12. Hey, it's it's a great hunt. And if we go where we're talking about going, it doesn't matter if it's the first day or the last day. It, you know. Yeah, it, it'll happen. Just bring back a 13-footer or don't come back at all. Well, th- that's a place that there was one for a while that I didn't see him last year, but I called them the aircraft carrier because literally you could turn around and bring a plane back and land it on them. I mean, he was, he was big. That's funny. You got the aircraft carrier over there, and we had the submarine in Glens Lake for a while. Yeah. So uh, well, that was I, a pretty I, big boy. He showed up this year, and Courtney sent me no a picture way. this past week, and I just called him. Uh, I'm just going to call him the Houdini. Yeah. That's Houdini. I wonder well, where in the world he went for I, I don't know, especially with the lake. Uh, waters got really low this past summer. Uh, I really was looking for him, and I didn't see him, so I figured he got trapped out or whatever the case is. And He's in a hole somewhere. Well, I will say, of everybody that I've known that, you know, applied, I only have two people who have permits. One is George with Hancock, and then the other one is a buddy with Hillsborough County Tags. So are you looking for people to... Uh have tags who may need your help is that what you're trying to do here no we can no, put the I'm, number I'm just, out there we can uh hook you up no, with some bill people. just gets all he gets asked all the time anyway i get I, I will not have a lack of opportunity to hunt but I, i'm i'm i really think i'm going to turn around and go and try and do some uh observations on some of the state egg collections this year and do some of that type of stuff well, and, good for you you know Maybe that's what you need to do this year. Take and a year I guarantee kind of you, after a year of that, there will be tags at my door every year. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be saying, you know, that guy that Maybe. used to come in here. I think there's some wrongdoing going on. We need to uh, investigate. Oh, he'll either be uh, getting tags every year, or he'll be in the federal prison system somehow, <laughs> some way. He'll be in there for witness for protection. Witness, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Cross some line and did something wrong. They'll, they'll, they'll you know. Anyways, do you want to go back to Snapper, a more light topic? Well, you know what? I will say that I, well, I want to... We wanted, do. 
The snapper did start today, June first uh, for uh, for uh, uh, for higher operations and federal and reef permits starting June first and runs through uh, July twenty first, uh, closing on July twenty second for uh, recreational anglers. Red snapper season starts on June eleventh in Gulf waters and in federal waters will remain open till July twentieth, uh, closing July twenty first. For higher operations, do not have a federal reef permit, may also participate in this season, but are limited to fishing for red snapper in state waters only. It'll be just in time. Well, with Dave Winters having the uh, snapper tournament coming up for uh, that, that are you going to join? Are you going to get in it? Uh, I don't know if I can get the time to get up there because it's going to be going out of Panama. So, uh, wow, not the country, Panama, Panama City. Yeah, I've never. Do, do I need a? Do I need to have a? Uh, passport to go down there no, up there no <laughs> it's not you said panama that's Where, a long which one? way dri- that's not a long panama, drive panama. i gotta drive over i gotta take the boat over to panama that's a heck of a rowboat <laughs> to get over there that, that airboat ain't gonna be a good ride to get to panama it'd be a little rough all right we gotta take a break we are brought to you by the great folks at g5 feeding outdoors father's day is right around the corner make sure you stop in today they got great sales going on on stuff 15 percent off bench made knives Cleanse oil products all 10% off, 20% off all uh, Target ammo. So get out there and fill it up because you know that's what Daddy wants. And we're also brought to you by the great folks out of Brandon Ford. Go out and see my boy Brooksy today. We'll be back. That would not be good. That would not be good. <laughs> 888 if you uh, would like to call in and Share anything with us. Uh, tell us anything that you got going on. Uh, feel free to do so. If you disagree with anything that we say, well, call Braden. He'll be more than happy to hash it out. Triple eight four zero four ten ten. But uh, this past week, uh, as you know, Braden, I was out of the studio. I appreciate y'all uh, giving me my little uh, couple of days out of here, and uh, mm-hmm. I went out to Lake Tiger on the Kissimmee Chain area, and uh, anticipating to do a lot of fly fishing. You know, with the mayflies or. Uh, the hatch was pretty good uh, last month. And of course, I get out there, and uh, a couple of the kids that were out there with us, you know, a lot of t- kids and uh, come out, and what a great weekend it was. I mean, to have a lot of young kids out there enjoying the lake, enjoying the, the woods that we have, done some clay shooting. Uh, a lot of stuff happened. Uh, so it was an enjoyable weekend, regardless of the fact that the fly fishing was totally out. When, when I seen the kid next door running across the field, hanging on to the kite string, I knew it wasn't a day for fly fishing. Yeah, really. <laughs> so, yeah. But when you could take that fly and that, that bonnet was sitting there about uh, probably about a forty five degree off the off the stern of the boat, and it goes all the way to the back, <laughs> and the guy in the back of the boat's ducking. Yeah, I said, all right, I'll go back. I'll, I'll go to fly uh, using my bait caster. <laughs> yeah, make it easier. Throw low. But we did uh, manage to. Uh, um, my brother-in-law and uh, his uh, cousin, they, they they did really well. They called uh, nine really nice bass uh, under 16 inches. And they asked me, what do you want to do with them? I said, well, let's fry up some fish. You know, we got about, well, there was over 40 people down there. I said, let's fry them up, and we'll have us a good fish fry. So they kept theirs, and I kept my two. <laughs> but the two out of the, the 11 that I cleaned um, had row in them. And they were like, man, bass still have row in them this time of the year and of course you know that that spawn season anytime that water reaches above 58 degrees it gets in that 60 degree on all the way up but uh into uh into june you know you catch them with with row in them 
it was it was surprising that they still had it, but it was uh, it was good because they were really healthy, and uh, but they were just the right size eaters. But you let them go? No, no. Oh. How did I know they had row in them if they <laughs> I cleaned them? Out of the 11. I thought you did the Bill George thing where you put Squeeze your finger it. up in there and you go, that's a girl. <laughs> no. That's a boy. But those that <laughs> those were only around 12, 13 inches. And uh, so, you know, they just had that, that yearling just, I'm busted out. I'm, I'm, you know, just fat because I ate everything while everybody else was running. And yet they were small, but they, uh, they were. Chunky? Had yeah. Were they delicious? Well. The weather didn't permit for us to have the fish fry. Oh, man. So I do have how a... Do, how does weather not permit for a fish fry? When you have 40 people camping out all over, all closed, uh, covered spaces are loaded. So anyway. They would have been standing out in the rain with a fryer, and that's <laughs> it, not a good idea. That's not a good idea. No. Every time that raindrop hits that hot grease... <laughs> <laughs> I would have put the people out there in <laughs> an umbrella. <laughs> well, whenever ever you have that many people, everybody kind of plans a menu and they bring certain things and they're cooking. So you know what? It worked out fine. Because guess what? This, this you have the fish at your house. That's, That's what I was going. Guess what? He turned around. Yeah, let's go ahead and keep those. Oh. It's not good enough weather to fry them up. I'll take them home. That's the way to do it. So guess what? I have, I, I, I have it. Just like at the pan fish challenge, you don't want those fish. That's all right. I'll take them. Bring them over here. I got this electric knife. All warmed I'll take up. care of them. It's all and that's, done. And everybody says, "Man, you're going to clean all them fish." Yeah, I don't. I don't have a problem cleaning fish because uh, that's usually the enjoyment of fishing is that you're going to get to eat what you catch. But of course, I ate everybody else's catch instead. Well, I yeah. shared it. I think we clean. ought to be frying some up right off the when they come in. They don't want them. Fried up into fish little bites, boom, give them to them. That would be a good idea. It, it might. Would, it, Let's go get that, borrow that Cajun fryer again. And then really fires them around. How hard would it be to take a kid's catch, fry it up real quick, and hand them a piece of fish that he just caught? Well, it's going to have to be one of those one for you, two for us type things. Well, <laughs> Bill, did you see how busy that was last year? Yeah. I did. All right, this year. Uh, this year alone, we've already doubled in registrations but, for this time but, last year. But you have experience. No, I. You, we got. We have some good. Uh, oh, that's good true. You do have experience. Listen, you got, you know, we, you, when you do that wild game cookout, how many people do you feed in how what short period of time? Uh, roughly five to six hundred, seven hundred, in an hour, two hours, uh, three hours, three hours. Yeah, I think we could handle it. Uh, yeah, but, but he's help. also he's got help. He's got yeah. Courtney. He's got Ginger. I got the hush got puppy the, makers going. I yeah, got yeah, the well, I'm double cage of hush puppies. I'm just talking about take the kids fish and fry up a few. You know, it's always easier to put that on some. Get your own greaser thing out there. And I don't. Bill, whip it I will do there. whatever work I need to do. You just oh, point yeah. me and assign me. Bill's going to have to bring some you're extra on, help for the boat inspections. You're on fryers this year. <laughs> <laughs> He's got boat inspections and frying duties. He's on fryers. I think, I think they go, they learn how to clean the fish with Glenn, then they turn around, they bring the filet over, we drop it in a little bit of uh, the meal, and, and, and we turn around, toss it in there, let it go, and boom, they get to have their fish. I'm, I'm not going to poo-poo this idea. No, because I think it's I a great really, idea. I would it's love just... to enjoy some of that fish. <laughs> well, uh, obviously, if you get a kid catches you know a whole bunch of panfish, he's not going to eat that much. Especially a couple of them, them pumpkin seeds they got. You know, they bring yeah. them up there. We'll fry them up. Deal I thought pumpkin hole, seed man. was the the, the lure. Marker. 
Stump oh, stump knocker. Well, it is a, a lure color as well. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of lure colors, I see you brought in a little bag of your favorite gamblers here, man. Yeah, you know, I picked those gamblers up, the little easy uh, phantoms there at the G5 feed in, uh, several months ago. And uh, the bass that was, they were they were up in the grass pretty good at the grass line. But I, I was casting up in there. I, I missed a lot of fish up in that grass where they jumped up trying to grab it when it's hung up a foot off the water. Yeah, which was cool to see in itself. Uh, but On this color here, that's what I yes, that's what I ended up using because I run out of the other uh, pack that I had. I was using the uh, the bass and <laughs> the bass color. I'm just thinking you have a possum belly tackle box and you run out of something. Uh, well, I had a lot of everything. There's but, only so many in the bag, man. Yeah. It's not like the whole thing is filled with one it, color. It's like this when you when you have a, a, a bait that's working. That seems to be happening, and the, the kids that you bring with you fishing that never fished before, you're, you're trying to help them, so you, you share your tackle. Sure. And uh, when you run out of that particular color, then you switch up and you move to whatever else that mimics it or has a close resemblance. So I put that on, and uh, that seemed to be working too. Now, a dark color would have really been better. I think if you'd had a black, if I'd had that in black or a, a black blue um, or a June bug red, that would have been the, well, the catch. Why do you out. think dark color would have worked better? You know, I, I really, I'm not a, a biologist for fish. It's just one of them things, you know, darker colors sometimes uh, work better in light. You know, you can use that color there in, uh, in more lighter water, and it does pretty good. This was close to, I was thinking, you know, in that grass, you got those jumpers in there, so that was uh, why I chose that. So, kind of so looks like the, uh, the way he freshwater it. shrimp. Well, yeah. what I'm saying is the water was clear, the water was dark. It doesn't you know, matter in the area the, he was in if they're was feeding on, on that. Yeah, the water was about 18 inches, 24 inches deep. Uh, so that, I figured, would look mimic those little jumpers and uh, the little freshwater shrimp, and that's why I went with that. I had some other colors. I had some, uh, I guess I could have used some motor oil colors or some greens in there, but I, I, I just went with that, and that worked out pretty good. Well, I, the but reason I was why I'm asking to, is I don't, you know, Somebody who doesn't go out there and fish, and uh, to me, since I, I didn't have the black and blue quite a bit, but you know, for me, it was always a Rapala, a hula popper, uh, those torpedo. Kinda, yeah, those are kind of hard to drag through that grass. You can't put that in with rubber you put frogs. That. Yeah, the well, frog would have been good. Uh, white, I think. White, if you'd had a white with a little gray back uh, on it or something like that. But you know, when you when you tie up and you're fighting the white caps as well, and you got the trolling motor, all, all you hear is you go. You know, with the blades coming up out of the water. You know, you just don't have a lot of time that you want to just keep switching out. When when you are, to me, it's not about catching a quantity. It's just trying to catch some fish. Quality is in there as well, but uh, I'm just trying to catch some fish, and and I'm enjoying it. It was just a great day, and having those high school kids that some are in high school and some are graduated this year, but to have them on the boat with you and they're experiencing like the first kid, uh, never been fishing before in his life. And uh, he's out there, and he's catching fish. There you go. Sure. Actually, he caught the biggest fish. So. Did he catch it on this color? <laughs> no, he caught it on a uh, June bug red. June bugs aren't red. Well, that's the color they call it, June bug red. I, I, I can't understand people who pick colors when Some it comes flake to in it. Uh, <laughs> June bugs good. are brown. Motor oil is not that that dark bluey color. I just you know never could understand that. I think they sit around drinking too much and go, what color do you think that is? I don't know, it looks like motor oil. Yeah, well, it's 
gasoline motor oil. Well, let's do that. Yeah, it is. All well, right. we are being wild outdoors. Got to take top of the hour break. Hour what? number two, just around the corner. Brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Brandon Ford, 888 404 We'll be right back. <laughs> 